0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the When People Awaken podcast. And before we jump into the land acknowledgement, I first wanted to remind everyone that the podcast is hosting our very first event on Saturday, July 8th from 1 to 3 p.m. at the Dreammaker in Huntsville. It's called Awaken a Yoga and Sound Bath Journey, in which Titus will facilitate an awakening and earth centered yoga flow. And I will be facilitating an extended Savasana sound bath. And we'll close out with some group discussions, maybe about the event itself, or maybe about some of the things we've discussed on the podcast. So if you're interested, there will be a link to register down in our description box. And we hope to see you there in just a couple weeks on July 8th. And so now let's move into our land acknowledgement. We acknowledge that we reside on the original land of the Cherokee Chickasaw yuchi and shawnee people we honor these indigenous ancestors as the original caretakers of this land we also honor ancestors of african descent whose forced labor built our city we give gratitude to the earth elements the land the local waters the air and the fire for sustaining human life and we encourage you to visit native-land.ca to deepen your own relationship to the original inhabitants of the land in which you reside. Thanks, and let's jump in. Okay, we're going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? <laughs> Titus here.
0: <laughs> and Shalisa, welcome back to another episode of, of the Podcast. When people Awaken! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! And do we want to say we have all this new equipment? Oh
1: my gosh!
0: Maybe we should catch people up on there Yo, real so quick.
1: Yo! So we've invested some money. Yeah. In some quality sound stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's wires everywhere. <laughs> I'm trying not to trip on things. Yeah, right. Um.
1: Yeah. So How does it sound, y'all? I know it sounds to us amazing.
0: Yeah. To me, I don't know because I don't have the headphones on
1: because right. yeah. I'm
0: concerned about EMF in my brain, but...
1: I'm not at all. I don't mind at all. <laughs> I don't mind coming in. It's awkward. It's all good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it sounds great to us. Hopefully it sounds good to you guys as well.
0: So let us know if you notice a difference. I think you definitely will.
1: So. I think you will too. Mm-hmm. I think you will too.
0: So what are we talking about today, Titus?
1: So today, a question came up in my space, in my mind, in my environment, and um uh, uh, of influences the question of what is the value of your health mm-hmm. the value of your of wellness um, what are you willing to what are you willing to pay mm. what are you willing to offer to someone or to some place or to some organization in exchange for you being healthier
0: mm. honestly before when we were discussing this question nothing was coming to mind really and okay. now the we're going, it's like so many things. So many things. Like, I'm just thinking about how much I paid um, when I worked a nine to five job, how much I paid in insurance, mm-hmm. for, like Western medicine that didn't work, mm-hmm. and like <laughs> okay. the non value of that that I was still paying into. I'm the
1: non value like, of that?
0: Yeah, because it didn't work, so okay. there wasn't a value to mm-hmm. me. Um, I'm thinking about when I was extremely sick, like kind of right before I met you. Really? Yeah, I was at like I was not functioning actually. Really? Oh, there's a whole my brain actually like kind of quit working for a little bit. Like I couldn't read. Okay. And like make meaning out of sentences. And Didn't thing. know that. Yeah, I was really screwed up. Wow. Um, that That's when I was dealing with Western medicine and doing stuff that wasn't working. Okay. So, okay. Um, I know for a fact that like the value of health is your life. There's like no mm. number or monetary wow. value. Wow. Wow. Yeah.
1: The value of health is your life.
0: Yeah, like what is your life worth? That's the value of the health,
1: right? I would then pose the question: What is life?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, because <laughs> to, to some people, life may be five or six things. Yeah, to others, it may be fifteen things. Mm-hmm. So, to those who, desire, who to, to, to those who either are okay with five things, mm-hmm. they may be okay with doing it just enough to have those five things completed. Mm-hmm. To those who know that they want more to travel to to learn, to do, to ask. They'll need a different level of health, possibly, Mm -hmm. to experience that more thing, too.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I just think about kind of, I guess, the second part of what you were saying. Okay. How, like, I'm considering all the things that I want to experience in my body, Mm. and to do those things fully, you have to be, like your most healthy self right like you can't really like i want to build a community farm and do like a lot of like you know laborious type things Mm -hmm. that require a lot of effort like physical labor um gardening and Mm. you know of course more sound baths and those types of things too but it's like i'm I'm thinking back to when i had the ptsd Mm -hmm. and i was um just constantly operating in like that fear mentality of you know because the trauma was so overactivated in my brain hmm. I, I, w- I was misinterpreting what I was seeing in life. Like I was always afraid of something and okay, yeah. that's gonna separate me from these goals and things I want to accomplish.
1: So many thoughts. Okay. Oh go. gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah so two things primarily. Of course to do things you must have a healthy body. Yeah. To garden you have to have a functioning body. Limbs, fluid in the body moving well, heart strong, skin aware, all that kind of stuff. And then you said the last thing that you said was oh, shoot, I forgot already. What thing you said?
0: Sound bats and gardening. Sound bats and gardening. Farming
1: and um, <clears throat> was it something other than. It was. My ADHD apparently.
0: Yeah.
1: Might be that. Might be that. <laughs> that oh my God.
0: Definitely
1: ADHD. So, let's, so let's, let's come back then to the first thing. Okay. Um, to simply garden.
0: Yeah
1: requires you to have a strong body mm-hmm. to have a, a body that can endure time mm-hmm. outside bending working moving stretching that all requires a level of ability mm-hmm. and flexibility mm-hmm. and strength too um and if you're sick <laughs> you can't do it yeah. if you're you have an injury that may be and i mean even to that to that point of injuries injuries are not things that come from internal problems those are external problems mm-hmm. if i break my foot That's an external issue. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, when you think about health, health isn't from external things. Health is not not oftentimes from internal things, Mm -hmm. like cholesterol or diabetes or Mm -hmm. something that's happening on the inside of the body that prevents us from being fully active and fully mobile, fully capable Mm -hmm. of being in life.
0: Yeah. No, that's true. I'm thinking back to my own health issues for me, it was more of like a psychosomatic issue. Inner. Yeah. Right. Like, like an inner issue of in my brain. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> I, remember now, I remember now. I remember now. Hold your
0: thought. Go ahead. Yeah. It was, I, my brain was not actually like calibrated to where it needed to be to see life as it was. I was seeing it through the lens of trauma and fear. Mm-hmm. And then that had me like in the hospital um, with panic attacks almost like every day, mm-hmm. basically on meds with all these kind of side effects. So I was, I was just not functioning in the frequency of life. I think it was in the frequency of sickness the whole time. So mm. disharmony and all that kind of stuff
1: in the frequency of life.
0: Mm-hmm. But say what you were gonna say before. No, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so that's that, that's, it, that's it. So you mentioned seeing the world through tra- the lens of trauma, mm-hmm. the lens of fear. Yeah, those two things are what we oftentimes also don't attribute to the health of living fully, mm-hmm. we think okay, I'm going to get strong mm-hmm. in my body or run 10 miles or whatever to be able to be quote unquote healthy mm-hmm. and of course we think about mental health as well in certain, in certain aspects but having those two words, trauma which has become a buzzword now yeah. but also then fear mm-hmm. fear prevents life
0: yeah. It's an obstacle to it's full obstacle to life. To your life, to the highest version of you, to yeah. your own expansion. Fear is just a big old rock in the river to me, you know? Like it's yeah. just like everything's trying to like move forward. And then here's just Yeah, this
1: <laughs> fear big, thing. This
0: big hurdle is in the way blocking everything. So yeah.
1: Yeah. So to go back to the question a little bit then, what is the value of your wellness and health? Is it Doing the things that need to be done to remove the feet, the block of fear.
0: Well, that was my particular issue. So yeah, I had to do things to actually calm my amygdala down because <laughs> that's your fear center. Yeah. Um, and I had to do things to calm my nervous system down. I had to take Zoloft for a few months until I found sound healing, which got me off of the Zoloft completely. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was so overactivated in the fear that I needed the meds or the pharmaceuticals to give me like a new reference point that was like lower than fear, just more in that like neutral mm-hmm. frequency or however mm-hmm. you want to say it. And then I was like, okay, I have, I understand now that I was overacted in fear. I have this reference point. From the,
1: from the Zoloft.
0: Yeah, from the Zoloft. Um, and then as I did sound healing, I was able to learn some tools and use the sound as kind of this medicine, this non-pharmaceutical medicine. To keep me at that stable, neutral place rather than being overactivated in the
1: fear. So, how often do you use sound now? I'm, I'm comparing that to people who take medication maybe once, once a day, yeah. twice a day yeah. to maintain a stable stable um, mental capacity. Mm-hmm. How often do you use sound? Twice a day. Twice a day, like yeah. like, like medication almost.
0: Yeah, it's medication. It's also just like a spiritual practice for me. Okay. So that's also medicinal, you know. Sure. In a way, too. Yeah, once in the morning, I'll do some sort of like breath work with my sound bowls. Okay. As kind of like my like just spiritual grounding type practice. Yeah. And then at night, I'll do like a little bit of hatha yoga before bed. You will.
1: With the sound. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned the word medicine. Yeah. And I think I wrote down somewhere recently the word medicine as well, yeah, with regards to self-care and wellness mm-hmm. and natural me- modalities, mm-hmm. the medicine of reading, mm-hmm. the medicine of journaling, mm-hmm. the medicine of walking outside in the sun. The sun is medicine. And, we, and we've become so attached to the medicine of pills and medicine of doctors and medicine of pharmacy that we have lost the medicine of the natural world yeah the medicine of learning our own bodies and learning how in ways that we can um uh uh, uh be be efficient yeah. with them
0: yeah i think you know because i'm very earth-centered too i think this is important because a lot of this medicine is in the earth and because of yeah. this like disconnection the sacred disconnection or not a sacred disconnection but. This disconnection from our, what was a sacred connection mm-hmm. um, to the planet. We don't even know that the medicine is embedded in the blueprints. It's, it's already there. In the <laughs> it's already
1: of,
0: <laughs> of the earth. And it's kind of kind of like how we've talked about before. Like The earth is just this big song and everything on the earth is like a note in the song. Mm-hmm. And humans are like this this uh, un- out of tune note. And once we enter back into that connection with the planet, though, and we have access to these medicinal um, things that are available, we're now a part of the song and everything becomes like more harmonious because we are in direct access to the medicine that's available.
1: So what then in your mind brings disharmony to life?
0: Disconnection from the earth (laughs) because we are earth centered beings, but we are not conscious
1: of that. I knew that I knew you gonna ask, I knew I knew you were gonna say that for sure already.
0: Yeah.
1: What else do you think? And I, I I I guess I'll ask the question too. Uh-huh. In in my mind, things that bring disharmony to life in a more direct way, in a more specific way, yeah. is being inside too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um is not being in connection with the natural rhythms mm-hmm. of life. Yeah. Um, not actively using our full bodies
0: yeah
1: um, and the and the and the realm not realms the um, layers Uh of our bodies yeah damn near saying chakras yeah fully Uh and completely particularly though again to our, our, our previous statement and word absent of fear yeah if if when we live in fear that alone begins to suppress, mm-hmm. and suppression is where tension mm-hmm. and where energetic blockages come from. Yeah. So when we can live from a place of abundant um, flow, mm-hmm. um, intentional connection, mm-hmm. and communication, there's a lot la- the, the fear is is removed.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like that you're saying that a lot too, and it made me think about um, purpose a lot. Yeah. They, I've heard. I can't remember who said it. They said not living in your purpose just inevitably will create mental illness in people. Wow. Yeah. Like you're not living your purpose or living in the reasons why you incarnated into a body.
1: You're almost like.
0: Yeah, you're disharmonized. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Disharmonious.
1: You really are.
0: Mm -hmm. And you're constantly like fighting to try to find, you know, some level of peace or contentment. Hmm. But it's like. You know the answer to all these questions we have about like why we're discontent or why we're sick. It all really comes back to living purpose. I think. So
1: there may be then two things to wellness or to having that liberated experience. Mm-hmm. One, not having fear, because again, fear isn't always put on us internally. Yeah, fear may be real. Like yeah. external things can in fact cause us to be fearful. Mm-hmm. That's a fact of life. Mm-hmm. And then, if and, if and when we don't have practices. Yeah. To remove the fear mentalities, mm-hmm. it stays in us mm-hmm. and then it becomes our way of living. yeah the second thing I like, like what you just said was is if it is the purpose concept mm-hmm. and purpose has nothing, nothing, nothing to do with external thing at all yeah it has to do with us yeah listening, trying things yeah. and if we if at some point run that if when we then begin to act in purpose yeah we're acting and living. In alignment, yeah, with what our actual design mm-hmm. is,
0: mm-hmm. it's like almost like an internal song you have within you. Like we talk about the earth being the symphony or the song.
1: I'm running so big,
0: though. <laughs> but that that's actually a principle that go um,
1: sing your song, y'all. Yeah, go sing your fucking song. The
0: medical sound oh. association. Oh. Um, the medical sound association has an article up where they kind of talk about this vibrational harmony between the organs like the organs are vibrating mm, yeah, at a certain yeah. um, level of hurt frequencies mm-hmm. yeah and uh when you are in some way out of frequency with that that causes this like cascade of disharmony to mm. other organs and stuff so you do kind of have to stay like uh, uh in not in perfect pitch i don't want to say but like there's a certain like vibrational attunement yeah. that you need to kind of yeah. be in all yeah. the time to yeah. be in a harmonious state of being.
1: So something that has come to my mind, to my life recently that um, I think I've shared with either you, Shalisa, on one-on-one, on podcast as well, has been my morning changes. Yeah. Right? And the morning changes have given me a chance to, in the first two hours of my morning, between mm-hmm. five and seven or so, sometimes four and six, depending on how early I get up. hmm Give me a chance to, to, to lack, for lack of a better word, vibrate at my frequency. Yeah. Where I don't get up to vibrate for someone else's frequency. Yeah. I get up and I do things. That bring vibrations, the, the vibrational level of who I am, mm-hmm. to the highest level. Yeah, it's resonance. It's resonance. Yeah. So, so for instance, I'll get up now more often than not. I'll get up in our shower, which of course by itself is 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 is, is my um my um my, my um my sign, my water sign. So mm-hmm. that that helps. That that to align. I write. Mm-hmm. I love to write. I love to move my body. I'll do yoga. I mm-hmm. I maybe, maybe walk or run. Um, take pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, eat good food yeah. things that things that help things that align to who Titus is some good music yeah. or silence anything else that I know that I have learned over the past 34 years mm-hmm. that fit Titus yeah. and then once I've done those things for the past for two hours or so I can then come to the world yeah. at my highest frequency yeah. and then give to the world from that frequency as well
0: and then, like I said, with the resonance, when you do that, right. you attract in other people that, or other that. situations, mm-hmm. and they have to be people, really, that are also of that frequency. Mm. So you're, tra- you're manifesting in, like, you know, the highest version of you or yeah. situations that support the highest yeah. version of you.
1: Instead of people coming up, waking up in the morning, being like, I hate work or I'm scared of this, I'm yeah. scared of this, they oftentimes wake up like, like that. Yeah. And that sets, people say, the tone of the day,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's a real thing.
0: Yeah it's like a pitch or a frequency or a yeah as a a tone in a song or something
1: yeah yeah it's a real thing so i guess the question could be what how will you start the song of your day
0: yeah this is something i gotta tell you i have to do a better job at (laughs) because i have to do so much of this like rehab and loosening of my jaw Mm -hmm. for so long in the morning Mm -hmm. And then that just takes... Emotionally, it's kind of a lot.
1: Yeah, I can imagine.
0: Because it's like, what I really want is to be done with this whole process. <laughs> right. And I still have to, like, go through it all. So I'm, like, kind of disharmonious because of that right mm-hmm. at the beginning of the day. Mm-hmm. And th- But that's when I have to, like, go and do, like, my spiritual practice to kind of reset right. things. So
1: yeah.
0: I'm waiting for the day where this is not an issue mm. <laughs> with my, my whole cranium jaw, mm. neck area. But. <laughs> It, that, it's coming I feel
1: it it's just it's coming yeah it'll come it'll come I think there's a there's a a, a, a beauty and I won't necessarily let me not let me not add beauty to that
0: because
1: uh-huh. I want to make that sound like a beautiful thing <laughs> there's a a necessity to the practice of removing or releasing the things that have become blockages in our lives
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know that almost not to make that the point quote Mm -hmm. unquote of life per se and it shouldn't be the point of life the point of life isn't to fix ourselves Mm -hmm. not the point of life but since we have these bodies and these experiences and these um, experiences that that, that, that we've lived through and that have affected us to attempt to suppress or um Uh, push away Mm -hmm. and then medicate those things Mm -hmm. it doesn't actually help our liberation oh yeah in no way at all
0: because what the TMJ specialist or you know the western medicine person I was working with before they would just give me muscle relaxers for this. Right. And that would just make me really tired all the would time. Would it? Yeah. You know, for, I
1: mean, yeah. You yeah. So whole muscles, are just in the
0: cycle of taking the medicine and then not being able to function fully because right. you're exhausted. Right. And you just want to take a nap and stuff. Yeah. So I know that this, like, in long term, this is the the best way to go about it. Like, mm-hmm. this is the best route. Mm-hmm. It's just annoying in the process sometimes. Mm-hmm. And holistic healing is sometimes like that, if I'm being honest. It's the
1: process. Yeah. It's more process-oriented. Process it, por-
0: it forces you to face the thing that created the illness. Mm-hmm. Acupuncture does that. Sound healing does that. It's like you're not getting... You're not going to be able to run away from the thing. No. you got to learn how to transmute it, process
1: through it, face it, acknowledge it. So,
0: um,
1: But what that does, I think... And it's a word that I've been using in my classes a lot now recently. Mm-hmm. It empowers you.
0: Yeah. Because you learn a lesson from facing it, you know? Yeah. Like, I know for me, the the reason I have these issues in my jaw is because it's like pent up, repressed anger and frustration. And sometimes, like, I'll be loosening the muscles and the tension and the muscle adhesions and stuff, and certain memories from the past will come up, up, and Mm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember like not fully processing that in the moment Mm. or like repressing that anger Mm. that that person I should have just expressed in a healthier Mm. way or something. So it, it, face, it makes you face your past and learn lessons mm. <laughs> about how to move forward in the future so that you don't have the same issues anymore. So it's a, it's a way of upgrading in a way, too.
1: Upgrading? How do you mean?
0: Like, because you're learning lessons about how to be with life.
1: Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's what I feel like I'm doing. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. I'm that, with you. I'm with yeah, you.
0: that's an upgrade to me because I'm expanding my consciousness level. I'm learning these higher... Uh, uh, ways of being with myself in life, because I'm learning the lessons from these holistic methods. That it's making me, you know, face
1: so whatever it is. So why why can't I just not learn the lessons and just live and?
0: You know what? You can though. <laughs> Someone can choose to do that. Huh? Yeah. And live in a mediocre way if they want. But I think even though this is hard. And definitely harder than just taking a pill. Yeah. Um, It's so worth it to me in the long run. Because like I said, there's going to be a day where I'm not dealing with this anymore. Right. At some point. Right. Um, And I I think it's going to be worth it in the end. Let's pause and take a deep inhale through the nose, holding it at the top of the head, and letting it out with a long Sigh. So we are getting close to a new month. And so I wanted to let everyone know that the sound bath series for the month of July is leaving the matrix. Side note, uh, July 2nd, there will be no sound bath because that's a holiday weekend. So we will resume July 9th with the theme detoxing from social media. July 16th will be re-envisioned television. July 23rd is cleansing from cable news and we'll end it out July 30th with leaving the matrix. So if you are interested in how to detach your consciousness from the influence of the media, July is the month that you should come by on a Sunday and get involved and check out uh, how I do this through a sound bath journey. So there will be links in the description box if you're interested in checking it out this July. I hope to see you there and let's jump back in. I don't know, i'm thinking that for some reason i feel really committed to the word value even more than yeah. like health or wellness <laughs>
1: okay let's go there
0: because i think people don't really know what value means yeah. like value to me means like more than just money like all the things that i benefit from from investing into myself my higher self Mm -hmm. my health or whatever Mm -hmm. like what is the totality of everything that i get Mm. from investing in this sound bath this yoga class this uh yes these gardening tools yes like what is that gonna how is that gonna create a different life for me Mm. a more like a more um elevated life for me if i like just buy these things like that's the value it's like everything Mm. it's the money and everything else to me that you get from it
1: so i'm, I'm going to respond to one thing first mm-hmm. and then answer the, answer the full question one thing that i want to respond to was do we choose to do things in life that elevate our lives
0: i will hope so But mm. we get yeah it's a challenge right now
1: it's a challenge but also i think oftentimes we do things just 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 to do them
0: what do you mean to just check work? them off oh, okay i
1: did yoga yeah i went to this show i did this
0: yeah you separate the meaning from everything
1: okay <laughs> yeah. so that may be a piece of the value process meaning mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. not just because the world says that i should do it mm-hmm. or this is the good thing to do but how does this yeah, what does this mean experience to me? mean to me yeah and
0: what does it mean to my life and to
1: enhance my yeah. life yeah yeah
0: yeah i like that yeah mm-hmm.
1: but to answer your question differently respond to respond differently to your question what is the totality of this experience and how will it aid in my elevation, aid in my experience and living more freely and more abundantly, what am I going to give
0: mm-hmm. to
1: this entity, this person, this business organization? Mm-hmm. What, will, what, will what I give match and support the freedom of my living?
0: Yeah, you know what came to mind when you were saying that is, um, so I'm someone that eats meat, right? Okay. I know people listening to this podcast are like just dismayed. (laughs) Someone in the spiritual space eats meat. Oh my, but I do. I
1: I, eat fish and chicken too. Good for you. So sometimes chicken, more so fish.
0: Yeah, I eat uh, because I talked about before. I did this exercise where I asked my higher self what the right diet was for me. Mm -hmm. There was a corner of a counter that had some like grass fed meat, uh, like red meat on it. Mm -hmm. So I primarily eat that when I eat meat.
1: And you feel good.
0: I feel amazing absent of it i feel very sick and my mm. hormones just do all kinds of crazy things and you know I, I won't get into the details of all that but i also feel that because i need to eat an animal what is my like obligation to the animal to like i need to be supporting you know the, the people that are um
1: raising these animals in the most humane way why do you feel obliged to that and I'm not, not, not to question challenge you, but mm-hmm. I'm interested to know why, what makes you feel Because better. the
0: animal's supporting my life and my wellness and my health Whoa. So I, you know, Whoa. I believe in reciprocity Whoa.
1: Yeah <laughs> Whoa
0: So I have to support the people who are, like, raising these cows in the most humane ways Giving them the, the highest quality food that the earth can provide um, Making sure that there's, you know, not supporting, like, the factory farm animals But, like, these local organic farmers and stuff because that's all that's in my power to do right now. Um, so that, that's what I feel like. I'll forget what your question was and why I'm talking It's
1: about okay. <laughs> I, have, I have a thought. I have a thought. I have a thought. Yeah. So one of the other reasons why this question came to mind about value, the value of wellness. We all know. We've all heard. We've all seen that a salad from McDonald's costs five bucks. Mm-hmm. And a hamburger from McDonald's costs two bucks. Mm-hmm. Why the hell mm-hmm. does health, healthy, nutritious Vitally vibrant food mm-hmm. costs more because of than government subsidies. Well, that. <laughs> that's why <laughs> that, but then again, look at that. Are you investing in your health? Yeah, with two dollars, yeah, right, or five dollars?
0: You're throwing two dollars away, basically. You're really investing
1: in your death in a way, well, so, or your unhealth. Uh, so, so, Non-health. so, so consider it this, <laughs> consider it this way, though five dollars is more. And it seems like I'm giving more yeah. to the company, yeah. but you're then getting more. Uh huh. Exactly. I'm giving five dollars. Uh huh. Which is a lot, but are you not worth a lot?
0: Well, that that's what I was talking about too at the beginning. With the value. Well, with the insurance companies too. Okay. Like I think about when I was um, employed nine to five, and I paid like two hundred dollars a month for insurance, mm-hmm. and I either never used it like Mm -hmm. never needed the insurance Mm -hmm. or when I did like I think when I when I got my splint for my TMJ and jaw issues my insurance covered um like $1,100 of a $2,000 splint so I still had to pay Mm -hmm. the remainder of that so it's like but I've been paying for years this $200 a month like Mm -hmm. why does why does that not count and so now I think like for me, I'm am a big fan of this more fee-for-service kind of model that's showing up, where a lot of the like functional medicine people and holistic health providers are just doing away with insurance completely. And I would rather just like put money into like a healthcare savings account or something and just pay out of pocket than be paying the insurance companies.
1: My money. only question to that would be, and we've heard it before so many people in, in the past, and I think you and I too as well. I don't know. I don't know if and how much the the healthcare savings mm-hmm. would cover major damage to your body.
0: Oh, like if you were had a broken bone, yeah. and you were in the hospital. Yeah, the, that's the only. Yeah, that's the that's the big hang up. The I'm, only hang-up. I'm thinking of you know like your um your yearly exam, that kind of stuff, your GP kind
1: of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so I, I'm with that fully. Yeah, fully.
0: Well, it's easier on the provider too because they actually have more freedom. To diagnose you in ways that have nothing to do with how the insurance wants to diagnose you. Interesting. Yeah, like that's a thing too in Western medicine. Is providers are trying to like it seems like they're trying to help. They've been bought. Yeah, and well, (laughs) they're trying to like. give the patient a break by diagnosing them with certain things mm-hmm. that they, they know the insurance will provide, even if that certain diagnosis oh. isn't like correct.
1: <laughs> oh, wow.
0: So there's like that discrepancy oh, going fuckers. on. So they can be a little bit more like accurate with you absent of the, this insurance the table man. Yeah.
1: yeah and the person who's saying we have these things to give. So give these things Yeah, yeah. instead of what do you need?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I like Just that. Two cents about that.
1: I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. What's good? A little break here to check in and let y'all know about what I do in the city of Huntsville. So I'm sure you can tell I enjoy holding space for movement, for breath, for inner work, for rest, and of course, all that encompasses yoga. There are a few ways to connect with me in the city. Um, and online as well. I lead classes every week in studios around the city that are a mixture of heated classes, non-heated classes, slow flow classes, and strength-based classes too. I also offer one-on-one sessions that include yoga, meditation, and a unique package of a six-week Healing with Titus course as well. Everything I've said so far can be found either on my website at semi-i.com that's S-I-M-I-A-Y-E.com, or on IG, Instagram. My handle is The Fourth, T-H-A-F-O-U-R-T-H. With that in mind, I hope that you continue down the path of finding, connecting to, and releasing into your most authentic, true, healed, and conscious self. And I'll see you either online, in the studio and of course back on the podcast let's hit it I like that and i mean that again goes back to knowing yourself learning yourself mm-hmm. studying yourself mm-hmm. studying like either what has what 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 things could have caused this issue yeah in you mm-hmm. and then studying the things that will bring that balance back. Mm -hmm. And I think to the first question, what things cause the issue? Again, if we look at external pain, broken bone, you know, a puncture to the skin, those are things, there's a a clear, a very, very clear um, cause. Mm -hmm. A, 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 A sword back in the day. Yeah. Or an accident where you hit your head. Like those are clear difference, clear external things. Internally, Either two things can cause internal disease: what you put into your body, mm-hmm. either via your, di- your diet. Yeah, can cause disharmony and disease, or your mi- your eyes. Yeah, what goes into your eyes affects, and of course, not just eye, but into your in, in, into your mind, energy, and memories. And, and in yoga, your chitta, mm-hmm. and and a uh, 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 so couple other words. I think some some I believe, is another word that, that that's used to describe what's the memories of your mind mm-hmm. that replay. Yeah. in you. And then experiences that come to you affect your internal world mm-hmm. and that cause you to be in a state of disease, mm-hmm. absent of ease, absent of harmony,
0: yeah, right yeah, and it kind of goes back to um, like I was saying before about these psychosomatic things mm-hmm. that are going on, like the way you perceive the world, mm-hmm. your beliefs about things that's really what the more holistic wellness practices yeah. Tend to target rather than just the physical symptoms, yeah. just the band aid kind of stuff. Yeah, which to me is why it's a, a much better route to go for for most issues. You know, I mean, I know there's certain cases where you just need to go to a hospital. Sure, or whatever, but yeah, examining your beliefs about things and these more energetic type of things that happen almost like outside of your aura is how I, I experience it. Like I almost know when I'm about to get sick because I feel it in my energy field. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I
0: can feel tension in my energy field and then get sick sometimes when you have that kind of awareness of yourself. um.
1: So I'll I'll add to that. There are, the yogic and Indian sciences have have gathered several sheaths Mm -hmm. of energy. Okay. Beyond just what people often call the aura field. Mm-hmm. And there are several sheaths. I forget each of the names, but there are several sheaths. There's a mental sheath, the physical sheath, mm. different sheaths of energy that yeah. exist that we can either be, that can either be analog, a, an, analogous, and analogy-like, <laughs>
0: or, or literal. <laughs> okay.
1: Or literal. But either way, we can tune into those sheaths yeah. and notice the shifts in yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, and I have, a, I have a level of that myself as well, and I know you do too. What, at what point in time did you notice, or what, did you begin to notice those subtle energies in your body, and, 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 and your, mm. in, in, your, in, in your existence?
0: That's a really good question. I think it just came with, like, I don't do, like, a daily meditation practice okay. like I used to, mm-hmm. Um but I think it was like meditating yeah. gave me that kind of awareness of like my energy field. And um, I'm trying to think, though, of like a specific time that that happened. It was just kind of with practice, meditating. And I
1: guess think. I guess a different question, not to take from that answer at all. Yeah. A different question. What c- c- could you describe
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> what you mean by you feel a shift in your energy?
0: When I feel a shift in my energy or when I feel a shift in my field?
1: In, in your field.
0: I, okay. I feel like when I'm well and my, my, my bio field or aura is like clear. Even healed. I feel like just totally in flow, right? Okay. When something's off, I feel tension either. Some, like if it's, if I didn't notice it in the field, I feel it in the body. But when I feel it in like my aura or my bio field, mm-hmm. it's like something around me. There's like, this cloud or something. There's this like, um, how would I say it? Just this like ball of something, mm-hmm. this ball of energy, This mm-hmm. ball, something is not flowing correctly.
1: Something somewhere in your field.
0: Yeah, it's just like a non-flow flowing. type of field. I'm like, hmm, something feels off. And what we know about like, anything that manifests into the 3D world is that it always starts out broadly mm-hmm. and gets denser and denser mm-hmm. and denser as it comes towards the body. Mm-hmm. So it's like that tension you feel like maybe in the etheric or the astral body it's something that's going to manifest <laughs> if you don't cleanse it from the from the biofield, mm. you know. So that that's just me though. I know m- most people have no idea what
1: that is. <laughs> well, I mean, I think I think our audience to an extent may, yeah, a chunk of our audience, other, yeah. other, other may not fully, right, and may go ahead and look up online. What does that all mean? Yeah, astral field, mm-hmm. etheric field, all those things, and how m- how energy. How how energy and entities and ideas mm-hmm. begin to manifest themselves in our physical bodies yeah. and where they come from in our our physical worlds? Yeah, because each, each every item in our world contains an energetic, I think, um, pulse mm-hmm. or uh, a, a resonance. Yeah, e- each individual emits an energetic level. Yeah, and if even if unfortunately. Unfortunately, many, much of society isn't aware of the fact that someone's words and emotions, they don't just come to us. Mm-hmm. They come to us and then they live in us. Yeah, right. Unless we choose to notice that energy coming to us and, put, and, and let it flow through us. Yeah. Or choose to receive the energy that it is, as it is and then come back home, reset and ground.
0: Yeah, and that's the piece people, I feel like, don't know about. Yeah we've gotten so used to merging with people and overconnecting with people and believing other people's thoughts about who we are, especially when it comes to like our age group and our parents. Like we have a lot of, um, issues being in our authentic truth because we believe some of the things that they told us that were rooted in them having no mental health access back when, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think that like, that process of being like, okay, someone says something that does not feel aligned to who I truly am. And being like, okay, but I'm separate from that belief that they have about me. I have my own beliefs. And whatever they say is something that I can just, you know, be separate from. And let it be that. Let them have their beliefs. And I may choose to, like, no longer communicate with them, walk away, whatever. But, like, knowing your authentic self mm-hmm. and coming back to that place mm-hmm. over and over again is uh, critical in, I think, how we evolve and how we
1: communicate moving forward. It's interesting too, because I think first for for some time I knew my authentic self.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, over the past three years, I feel like I've been drawn from that.
0: You've been taken away from it? Yeah. Over the last three years? mm What happened
1: last three years? Not on purpose, of course, and not by any intentionality of anyone at all. But um, I've given myself to the needs Mm-hmm. of people yeah um more than i probably should have yeah and needed to and in these past three months i've noticed myself living more more fully from what brings titus joy mm-hmm. and not just what satisfies the needs of the world around me mm-hmm. um but to go back a little bit to your statement of noticing the energy of other people yeah two of my clients um as I had them as clients one-on-one for a couple of weeks, they told me probably by week five or still so, having them in sessions that they, that they have more pause in being with people
0: because mm-hmm.
1: they notice how people make them feel. Yeah, And that is one of the best steps towards living a, a life of wellness mm-hmm. is knowing who in your life, and even if it isn't who, but situations in your life, that cause you to think or to feel some kind of way and then choosing that doesn't feel right yeah i'm gonna step back yeah because i can and i will
0: well and like i, I love that you said the word pause yeah because that's not like socially acceptable it's not in like the way we communicate it's to not. be like Oh wait, you you threw a false belief at me that like count it's it's counter to my authentic self. Let's, <laughs> Let's pause. Let me go like Hold up. a corner. And, Hold up. You know, separate that from me and run my tools and reground and come back into my authentic energy, and then maybe then I'll resume the conversation mm-hmm. or maybe not. I don't like mm-hmm. that's not normal
1: Mm-mm.
0: or considered normal. Mm-mm. So like, I mean, I'm someone that I'll just step away if I need to, just because I'm like wild right now, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah but like it's not normalized to be like whoa like that wasn't or to even like vocalize it i think yeah like people would feel weird standing up for themselves yeah in those kind of situations yeah I
1: like, so and then and then i think people also feel weird when when, when someone speaks differently about what they may have said yeah right. like i say i say that that plant is green you say no it's blue uh-huh and I get mad. Yeah. Well.
0: Because we, we disagree. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, you think it's blue. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I don't agree, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. And neither one of us are going are gonna to be, are they going to then hold resentment or hold mm-hmm. dis-ease. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fight you mm-hmm. on your perception. Yeah. You perceive that.
0: Well, I think that's so important because um, we are still in this place of being, stuck in emotions and seeing life through the lens of a stuck emotion right so our truths of what we see might be different based off of like what we're yeah dealing with in the yeah. body or in the in the emotional yeah. body and stuff. yeah so i might really just see blue because of something i've been through in the past that's stuck in me mm. and you might see green because maybe you've cleared something and
1: so are you saying that are you, i hear you've been saying that the truth truly is relative
0: i think most times i think I think that's complicated actually let mm-hmm.
1: me say that that's I, a complicated I, I, yeah, question I, I agree and, and, and <laughs> it was it, it was a tough one to bring up I shouldn't write it up right now that, that that's, a, that's a heavy question to ask yeah. it really is but
0: well, the answer is it's complicated it is, yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> but to your point like you just said someone who has a level of trauma around a certain, a certain topic yeah will begin to then see anything around that topic through that trauma yeah. until it's released yes and those who don't have that trauma will see it yeah as it is
0: well and the person without the trauma is like well why don't they see what I see it's clear like plain sight right Right. in front of us yeah but they they're stuck in like the fear mode or the trauma mode and so they're really seeing what they say they're seeing they are and so both are true
1: yeah you know so that's why
0: there's conflict with these kind of things Mm -hmm. all the time
1: and then I was going to ask I was going to pose a question then there's there's a necessity to being curious yeah to being compassionately curious yeah you see blue you see blue
0: tell me why Boom. Explain there to me it why is. there's blue to you. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Yeah, that's just not... That doesn't okay. happen. We're not doing that. It doesn't we happen. We communicate that way. It's because we're just not emotionally intelligent beings right now, <laughs> to be
1: honest. We're getting there.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're trying. This,
1: this generation, like our generation, <laughs> definitely more than our parent generation. Yes. And the younger generation, I think, is a bit too emotionally <laughs> to intelligent in a way of,
0: Because I was watching that masterclass today and um, this this, now a a young adult, they were 15 when they started their podcast Mm -hmm. and they were talking about the influence of social media and how most kids that age or teenagers that age find out about podcasts through social media. Mm -hmm. But it made me think about how they're probably just glued to social media all the time and how that's making the youth of America like emotionally disconnected because the only way they know how to communicate is through a phone mm. or through an app mm. and like I remember in our day we had to go outside mm. and actually like see each other in real yeah. life and we played with the trees and all that
1: it took work to communicate
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> or like you would call someone's house and you'd have to like go through their parents first yeah like you're communicating with them but
1: the whole family's involved mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. they
0: don't do that anymore no that's like gone
1: it's totally gone that era is just like like access is just instant yeah which is a beautiful thing but there's also a great uh, not failure in it but there's a great downside to instant, instant access
0: yeah well yeah you lose any kind of awareness of like what patience is yeah <laughs> like your brain does not perceive
1: process is gone (laughs) yeah what what is process like what does that even mean patiently
0: (laughs) um giving someone a moment yeah like the whole pause thing we just talked about that thing
1: and then and then experiencing the world Mm -hmm. like experiencing what the world is
0: yeah
1: yeah no plant blooms in one day yeah or one second yeah it doesn't happen yeah And we're looking out here trying to experience life in instant, instantly, Mm on on at my whim.
0: Yeah, I remember um, this was so long ago, but someone I went to high school—I think someone I went to high school with—she graduated college, got engaged, and did something else all in the same day. It all happened. No,
1: God, no. Yeah, there
0: was another big life event, like three. Oh my God. In like a matter of hours. Oh my
1: goodness.
0: (laughs) And I'm like, what are you gonna do with the rest of your life, though? Like. You, you had all these, like, huge events happen in one day at the age of, like, 22 or 23, mm, I guess. Mm. Like, what are you going to live for now? I
1: remember seeing somewhere, I think on maybe Tumblr somewhere, the quote, I'm, I'm paraphrasing fully, but in essence, it says, slow down and live life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think if we were more in tune to our natural, like, biorhythms and um, bodily processes and things, yeah. they are slow. They are None of this stuff that's, like, innate within us happens quickly. Nothing. I and mean, if it does, it's, like, a rare event, you know? It's
1: yeah, yeah.
0: You know? Like, it's just... If we were in tune and had self-awareness...
1: To how that rhythm works.
0: Yeah, everything is slow. And <laughs> it's methodical. And it takes a minute. And <laughs> and there's beauty in that, too. You get to sit with something and notice every, all the qualities about it. Mm. And you know? Like, I Yeah. I don't know. It's just I feel bad for Gen Z sometimes.
1: I had mentioned earlier about the, the, that there is a value in the instant instantaneousness of things. Okay. But, but because I can access this bit of information and then use it in my life right now. Yeah. There's value in that. Um, and to an extent, that takes us closer to the reality of divinity mm-hmm. and non-separation
0: mm-hmm.
1: where we aren't separate. Yeah, right. We are now, more one than ever, yeah, in terms of knowledge and information
0: mm-hmm.
1: information, not knowledge, information we're, termed, we're, we're, we're a lot more one mm-hmm. but we're still separate in terms of physical bodies, mm-hmm. in terms of regional distances mm-hmm. in terms of um, in, 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 in terms of differences in bodies as well, yeah, and just because we have the similarity in information, that doesn't mean. It, it, it gives us, it gives, it gives us slash them the perception
0: yeah.
1: of we're the same and we're not, yeah. and it gives the perception of I can just be with you because of this one one idea, which of course is can, which can be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like yes, because with this idea we can be t- together, but then it also negates the reality of my difference mm-hmm. and the value of my difference yeah as well yeah I'm kind of rambling a bit but you see where I'm gonna go in
0: no I think so yeah and it's like the internet like you think about the word internet mm. it's like a network yeah you know keeping us all in some way connected yeah you know and so and it's kind of hard to like have any kind of awareness of separateness when all of your life, all of society is based off of, like, the internet of being connected. Right. Like, how, what, what time do you have or where in your day do you even, like, have space to be like, oh, I'm separate from yeah all these things that are telling me to be
1: connected. Which is challenging because a part of the path of yoga is to, is, is to dissolve separateness. Mm. Right? Yeah. But then to be human, fully human, is to be also separate and yeah. united.
0: Yeah, we had an episode called Separately separate Together." We did. Where we, I think, we used the um, the image of the garden. Yeah, like the rose and the tulip are two separate things, mm. but together it's the garden. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you have to be in your individual nature mm-hmm. and and separate, like we're talking about, but also be able to come together in that group yeah. to create this beautiful thing. Yeah. You know? So. I don't, did we answer the question?
1: <laughs> we had like 19 answers <laughs> to the question. 19 answers about four or five side roads, about three or four sub chapters, subsections.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
1: <laughs> but we, I, I think, I think we definitely hit on what wellness is mm-hmm. in its varieties, mm-hmm. and then you brought back the value. What what value mm-hmm. is, which I think is really important as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, we hit on some good things today, I think.
0: Okay, cool. I think so. Well, I hope that was helpful for everyone. Um, you
1: know what I'm going to say? At least 10 people in your life, at some point, 10 things, 10 people I know was, uh, have a value to them. Yeah. So find 10 people, hit that share button, send it to them, and say, yo, Titus said, Salisa said this thing that I think you'll appreciate. Share it, send it, post it, let them know.
0: Or send an invitation to 10 people yes. for our event
1: yes. on
0: July 8th Here at the Dreammaker. Here it is. A yoga and sound bath <laughs> journey <laughs> themed Awaken. Awaken. It'll be earth-centered mm-hmm. and awakening mm-hmm. and lots of fun. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so check that out soon on our Instagram link tree, our bio. Mm-hmm. On my page and your page too, links as well, we can have that information. Mm-hmm. And then both of us have offerings in the city and community in one-on-one training, one-on-one guidance, our bath, of sound, yoga classes. I'll be offering some new things too. Actually, what are you doing? I'll be offering a posture clinic, um, third and fourth Sundays at two from two to three p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be offering a yoga foundations workshop as well once a month as well. So check out my website for that information to come up soon too. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank
0: well, you. thank you everyone for listening. I hope you got some good tidbits from this episode, and we will catch you in the next one.
1: Episode, what is this? Episode 15, I think? Yeah. 15. 15. 15 in. Yeah. 15 in. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right, y'all. Peace.
0: Bye.